Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Hi, welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Ricky. This is Adam. This is Jerry. You are listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, in the Rogers Park area. The Andersonville area. And West Hollywood, California. And you are listening to episode 1089 and maybe, wait, is that right? 10, 8, no. I don't know. I don't, yeah, 1089, 1090 maybe, if we split it up. Not for sure yet. It does say, it does say 1089 in the meeting, so. Okay, cool. So, Oh, wait, no. maybe I am a baby is 1089, that one that you posted. Oh, that, that one was 1089? Yeah. Oh, so whoopsie doodle. Oopsie daisy. Ooh, somebody's having a little drinky drink tonight. But what kind is that? Um, hold on. I have to remember. Um, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> How much have you had of that drink already? It's <laughs> no, it's, um, it's an Italian wine and it's an uncommon grape. Um, and I'm not gonna, I can't remember what it is. Um, it starts with an F. F? Yeah. Uh, fucking wine. Fucking white wine. Fucking wine. <laughs> um, Falangina. Oh, totally. I know that. That sounds like a pasta. Duh. <laughs> Falangina sounds like a girl that smokes a lot and throws up in the street after drinking. So you is like your middle Italy, name Falangina? But in like Italy. Italy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ver it's the woohoo girl of Italy. <laughs> it's the woohoo girl of Italy. It's like it's medium dry. It's a little acidic. Has some like lemon, citrus blossom flavors. It's got so now medium light body. Um, I just sometimes with grapes that I like, I don't know about. I'm like, mm, I don't fucking know. It's white wine. Do you taste it's well, all Welch's? It's Welch's. Wine to you. What? Do you taste all that, or is it just wine? No, I can taste the differences between styles of white wine. Um, this being like a kind of off to the side, like not major, like I wouldn't confuse it with like Chardonnay or Sav Blanc or something like that, but I wouldn't be like, this is Falangina or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, this is, but the, it's thing good. With this is the thing for wine for me. Can't taste the difference. All red wine tastes like rubber bands to me. And then white wines just taste like kind of like juice. <laughs> You're so completely wrong. That's what happens when you've been drinking moonshine your whole life. Mm-hmm. 
moonshine Gran- and moonshine the soda did you granny, remember, we, we granny, talked about granny's medicine that you were making out <laughs> behind the tent yes um, was the knockoff of mountain dew yeah but it was different it wasn't the same it was more of a citrusy kind of like um it's been 40 years at least since i've had it so i wouldn't yeah. i just remember the can and us it was sold in the same um machine as the rc colas <laughs> was it fago because it has like no redneck no. with like patched up uh, like i'm looking up moonshine is it like, green so... and yellow is it green yes. and yellow and it has like a well one of them is green and yellow and then the uh, and they both apparently have like people without no shoes on well like, i mean it's falling over it's supposed have, to be from the mountains so we didn't have fago in oklahoma but we had moonshine well, there might be two different kinds because there's moonshine sipping citrus. That's moonshine. That's the one we had. Okay. Yeah. Well, they both have people with no shoes on that look like hillbillies. So, I mean, makes sense. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like what it was. Um, it didn't taste like Mountain Dew, it tasted more of like. Um, what are those citrus, other citrus drinks? Squirt. That, squirt. It was kind of like squirt. But I don't think they make it anymore that I know of. No, I doubt that they make it. Um, Did you guys have 50-50? No. Soda? No. Pop? That, is that a diet soda? No. Um, I'm not like 100% sure why it's called 50-50. I'm sure it's like 50 of one citrus and 50 of the other citrus, like 50%, 50%. But that shit was the titties. It was oh, good. We didn't have Cherokee Red Pop. We had Big Red. Oh, we had Cherokee oh, Red. Oh, we had Big Red. Oh my Big God. Red was I can't good. Believe. Cherokee Red is such an awful name. I haven't thought about Cherokee Red in years, and now I'm on. Is it still around? It. It's not around anymore, right? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, fifty fifty looks like a Sprite knockoff. It's not. It's like I know it's grapefruit, mm-hmm. partially oh. grapefruit. Um, fifty fifty was so good. Light um, grapefruit lime soda. There you go. It was delicious. Cherokee Red Pop is still available. Hmm. I said, look up to see if Cherokee Red Pop is still available. I wonder if they still make the big Indian Chief uh, art pad. Did y'all ever have those? Oh my God. I, whoa. Okay, first of all, that is would be so offensive right now. <laughs> How what? this packaging is of the Cherokee Pop. Oh, oh my God. Cherokee Red? Absolutely not. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Um. I don't think it, it doesn't look like it's. No. Oh, no. Well, they just call it Big Red now, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I we definitely had Cherokee Red. Um, One of my favorite childhood pops that we still can get is Tahitian Treat. It's still available. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can get Tahitian Treat at fucking Jewel. No, no. Cherokee Red. Oh. Red. 
Oh, where? <laughs> um, and it said it's still owned by American Bottling Company, Plano, Texas, and it's a subsidy of Dr. Pepper and Snapple. That makes sense. And it's available um, Hexburg, Pennsylvania, West Central Pennsylvania, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and Northern Virginia. Hmm. I am assuming you're on the Wikipedia page, as I am. Um, yeah. Cotton Club was the name of like the the bottling company that I remember because they used to have like different flavors of cotton club uh soda. You could get cotton club ginger ale. Um mm. I didn't know what cotton club was, but I don't know what that is either. Oh, it was like a really famous club in Harlem. There's a movie about oh, it. Oh, of course. There's a movie about it that I've never seen. Can you believe it? Of course. Um, <laughs> shocking. What was, we were in our chat this week and you guys mentioned a movie that you guys couldn't believe I've never seen. Oh, it was the Michael Jackson movie. Oh, Moonwalker. <laughs> Moonwalker, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you hadn't seen it, I would have expected you to be like slightly aware of it. I mean, I know what moonwalking is, but I don't. You didn't know, know. there was. A movie. It was no. like. A short movie? Wasn't was it, it like used to... Neo? Or is that different? What? Captain Neo that ran at Epcot. Oh, no, that's different. That's different. Um, it was like... Uh, they used to play it on MTV. And it was like separate music videos. It's where the music video from... Um, fucking Smooth Criminal is from. Oh, so it was like a like, series. That's like... like a series of videos that they would play all at essentially time. but but they have there's like a plot kind of mm. um it's like a musical i guess i would say okay we didn't have mtv i had mtv we had it for a little bit a hot minute <laughs> um uh no it's like there's uh, Joe Pesci is in it and he's like there's something to do with like spiders and he wears these little black glasses and he's like the villain um but yeah there was a there was a video game uh of Moonwalker as well but um was that I don't on know. Atari? I, no it was not on Atari I think it was on like Sega and there was an arcade oh. game because I used to play the arcade game because it was in the lobby of like the discount department store that we used to shop at when I was growing up. Um, would that be Hills? It would be Gabriel Brothers. Oh, okay. Which is I... where it, it was where you would get slightly irregular clothing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like outlet mall clothes, kind of like kind of, not but it was like stuff like yes. just a little crooked. It right. was like, do you want a whole sleeve? Do you care that much? <laughs> it doesn't matter. We, my mom used to shop for us at the Sears Surplus, which was like all stuff that didn't sell. But we got some good stuff. I got a whole bedroom yeah. Return of the Jedi because she's like, oh, well, I can just get the sheets and the curtains and the bedspread and the pillowcase, everything. And it was like dirt cheap because they just wanted to get rid of it. Do they still do those sets for kids? Because I I had um, that. I think I had Smurfs and He-Man. 
Mm-hmm. and a bunch of other ones i wonder if they still do and it came with the curtains and like the bean bag and like all that shit they don't come with curtains anymore but mm-hmm. they um, still do the whole like bed set mm. interesting i bef- i will never have children so that is a concern that will elude me but i had pound puppies my sister had strawberry shortcake and shira and i think punky brewster I oh, want to say cold rolling her eyes right now. Somebody had Rainbow Bright. It might have been my cousin Melissa because I think she or Missy Sue, as she was referred to. Oh, Missy Sue. Um, Missy Sue. Um, I think she liked Rainbow Bright. She was a horse girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so, so now she's a um, on My Little Pony girl now, like a. I have I have absolutely no idea what she's done with her life. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we had several different kinds. I don't remember what else we had, but I remember I also had. Um, this is probably post your generation. Um, bed tents. We had bed. Did y'all tents. have? You yes. had bed tents. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. I don't know. <laughs> you had. I know you had real tents because that was your house, right? <laughs> But <laughs> I had um, bed tents in the winter when I lived with my family members. <laughs> oh, I what? loved I loved having a fucking bed tent. Bed. Mm-hmm. You didn't have that, Jerry? No, we didn't have that. Um, you had we, teepees. You were in Oklahoma. I had a bunch of uh, I had Mickey between Mouse. teepees and fucking <laughs> Cherokee red soda. We should just end it here. Jesus Christ. Uh, I. Uh, Speaking of that, I've been watching Reservation Dogs on Hulu. It's good, but it's kind of triggering because it's just like they're bored because they're in a small town. There's like abandoned buildings everywhere. It's shot in Okmulgee, Oklahoma and kind of around the area of Tulsa, which that's kind of cool that they can shoot stuff there. But it's kind of depressing, but it's funny. But they say they say Indian throughout the whole thing because that's how the natives would prefer to themselves. So it's like it's kind of weird to hear it outside of oklahoma mm-hmm. what is the concept of the show so it's, like, it's called reservation like they're it's supposed to be set in a reservation but it's not it's like a little town and um they never say like what tribe anybody is um but they have like an episode where they have to go to the indian clinic and like one just like walks in and uh her stomach's hurting and the other one gets beat up and then they're also like trying to make money out there it's it's very funny um, is it a reality it, show or is that made up? It's a TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's funny. But it's cool that it's filmed out in Oklahoma. But boy, you just look at it and I'm like, oh, God, I remember that. I bet those actors are like, oh, Oklahoma, we better get paid extra. Oh, no, I think a lot of them are from the area or around. They were like brought up in a res, so... You wouldn't need to get paid extra in Oklahoma because it's a cheaper cost of living. So, um, no, I would want to be paid extra to have to be there. They still get paid SAG money. So, yeah, they get paid scale, baby. <laughs> so, anyway, but it's good. I like it. Um, I probably won't watch it because I don't watch anything but Columbo these days. So, Columbo. <laughs> oh my God. I fucking. I don't know when it started. 
it was before George left, but while George was gone, I watched the entire first season of Columbo, and they're like fucking movies. Like, they're like 90 minutes long. Mm. And it's the late 60s, early 70s. I want to say the movie was like, the first pilot movie was um, like 69. Uh, but I'm fucking living my life. I love it. I... Uh, two pilot episodes in 68 and 71 and then it ran from 71 to 78 and then 89 to 2003 jesus it was on forever yeah i was saying that they did a like didn't they do like a remake of it or something or a reboot, there was like or... a, a mrs columbo in the 80s but nobody cared oh, okay. um <laughs> nobody cared it's like Miss i Pac mean Man. no one cares oh i love miss pac-man oh i do too um, Man. I like actually I like Miss Pac-Man better than Pac-Man actually. I mean, but um it's like, you know, a bunch of like old-timey guest stars and I don't know. I'm just I like I'm living for it. It's hilarious. Um it's so it's comforting in that like the same thing happens in every episode basically. They're 120 but... minutes long. Yeah, that... bitch, like they're real long. <laughs> <laughs> they are real fucking long um and, and i they watched... were on tv right they were like on tv in the 70s so it was yeah, beyond for like... an hour and 20 minutes or was it like a series that would be like monday ricky, wednesday and ricky, friday ricky 120 minutes is two hours there's 60 minutes That's... in an hour it's it's not on for an hour and 20 minutes well i i know that what i'm saying is if you don't because you just said it no, if it's your Virginia hours, education system is showing. No one shows no what TV show is on for two hours at one time. No, no TV show is on for any specific amount of time anymore because you can pause everything. Well, I know back in the 60s and 70s, though, were there shows that were two hours. It was long, like, or they yes. show movies. Yes, because there was a TV movie of the week or there was okay. like it was part of like a like a rotating mystery thing. Because mm -hmm. it was like Columbo and like Macmillan and Son and like something else. Um, but it's 120 minutes, including commercials, because they're like an hour and 20, an hour and a half long. They're so not, they still they're show not the, like, fully what, two hours. Wait, were you watching it on uh, like DVD or like? No, no, no. I'm watching streaming? it on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. But it's on like free V or something. So uh -huh. there's like two ads per episode or something. Um, but it's like, so Peter Falk, who is Columbo, has a glass eye. Like it's ha like it happened in childhood or something like that. Mm. Um, which is why like he has kind of like a squinty situation going on. But at certain angles, he's a handsome man. I was just looking at some pictures of him. He is handsome when he was younger like he's, he's not yeah bad. and i'm like i messaged jerry at one point talking about some old ass actors that were on it that you wouldn't know so i didn't put in the group chat because you wouldn't know um but i was i may have had a few glasses of wine while i was watching columbo and i was like jerry i'd fuck peter falk back in the day <laughs> he could take out his glass eye if he wanted that would be really weird. Do you think like just boop, let's fuck. 
I mean, I feel like I, if I had a glass eye, I'd want to keep it in. Do you know what I mean? I get all googly eyed on that one thing. Like you were in the moment of it, then you'd start laughing. I might laugh, but also like you wouldn't want to like, what is it? Is it like floppy? Like, is your eyelid floppy? I don't want to look it up and I feel bad. No, I, feel very I think it's, oh, you mean when it's out? Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, this I is feel like this is encompassing. I feel like this is a, like a super fucked up episode between Cherokee Red and us being completely ableist about people with glass eyes. Do they still do that? Yes, they still do that. Do yeah. they still? Okay. I, I, I feel like the technology could have advanced since then. Did you guys know there's several famous people that have glass eyes? Oh, yeah. Sammy Davis Jr., Sandy yeah. Duncan. Sandy Duncan! She's my Peter favorite Falk. glass eye. Um, Theodore Roosevelt had a glass eye. We don't know him. Um, <laughs> Kirby Puckett, it? who was a baseball player. I know Rex, who Kirby Puckett is. Rex Harrison. Hannibal. Rex Harrison had a glass eye? Yeah. When? Um. Oh, wait. Okay, I this is glad. Oh no, he was just blind in one eye. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um, the others had glass eyes. Adam, you what? had dinner with a listener yesterday. That day before yesterday. I, I didn't have dinner with a listener. I had drinks. Oh, oh I thought you went out to dinner. He had a liquid. No, we dinner. had drinks. Liquid. Yes, dinner. I I had. Did I have dinner? I may not have had dinner. Um, but I had two drinks and then I bounced because I'm a respectable lady. I did not go to the brothel after like they wanted me to. <laughs> the brothel. I am not going to say who it is. Uh-huh. Because well, I'm, I'm discreet. Uh, this listener also contacted me, but I had already... Well, first of all, and you know this, Adam. All right. Definitely Excuses. you know this. No, right. definitely you know this. I have to have plans. Like I need to know in the future mm -hmm. when things are happening. I I'm not like a person that can just randomly do stuff like that. That's rarely an option for me because I had a bunch of shit planned this weekend. I had to mm -hmm. get a bunch of work done because I'm going to be leaving to California for two weeks next weekend or the weekend mm -hmm. after. So, oh yeah, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not going to be here for two weeks. So you guys can record if you want. If not, it's fine. Oh, thank you for, thank you for giving us permission. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, I it's hard for me to just do like, oh, let me do this. I already had a dinner plan. And then when we got done with dinner, I'd already had some drinks. And I was like, it was late. It was 930. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How late were you guys out? See, listener, he's got his other family to worry about. He didn't. Yep. Anymore. It well, was, this... uh, we were out until like maybe 10, 1030. Oh, if that. well, I would have got there at 10. probably. Yeah. Well, bitch, you should have came. We talked all kinds of shit on you. So well, I at least I was popular. Mm. <laughs> That's a lie that parents tell their children to make them feel better about being gossiped about. Well, people that gossip go to hell. 
All right. Well, I'll see you there, bitch. Uh, I'll meet up at the bar. <laughs> um. So, um, in the group check, I, I don't know how much we can actually talk about this, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, hookers showing up at special events that was brought up, and I oh. was like, "That's so many stories about that." Now, um, the biggest one is the Fountain Blue in Miami. I mean, it used to be every time you'd go there, you'd see a hooker, at least one arrested every single night you were there in the bar. Every single night. I mean, um, did they look like a hooker? Like, why did oh, they get arrested? Like, how did they get busted? Clearly they were hookers. Um, but it used to be a big problem that the attendees, like, wouldn't have a guest. And then all of a sudden they'd show up for, like, the big dress-up dinner and they, <laughs> the events and security would be like, who is this? Oh, well, uh, it's my uh, it's my guest. And they're like, she doesn't have a name badge. They're like, oh, well, you know, she just arrived today. And they're like, no, sorry, Get, she can't come in. I mean, it, they said it was a big problem or they'd sneak in and they'd be like, there's a hooker here. And they'd have the security have to go and go, you're going to have to leave. And they'd escort her out. My favorite, favorite, favorite hooker story is one year I was in Dallas at the Gaylord and we were at breakfast and I, there was all this Michigas going on between the planner and she looked frazzled and people were talking and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So finally, Cindy, the planner came over and she's like, oh, so one of our attendees with was two women out at the pool and we were like, it's 830 in the morning. They were like, yeah. And they were there and the hotel kicked them out and said, you need to go to your room. The pool's not even open. So like. 20 minutes later, the hotel came to find the planner again. And they were like, the same attendee that was just at the pool is running up and down the hallway, chasing one of the younger of the ladies. And she only has panties and a bra and has his underwear. You need to take care of this. So she went up to the meeting host and was like, um, we need, she explained the situation. She goes, well, you need to go upstairs and tell them that he has to leave. And she's like, I'm not going by myself. You have to go with me. So they march up and they knock on the door and he answers. And Cindy said, he is high to the bejesus. <laughs> you need to pack up. You need to leave. You're going home. We're sending you home now. Oh, well, they were like, no. And then so the meeting host and another guy, they were like, no, pack your shit. You're leaving. They escort him down. <laughs> they, it's the two ladies, one's younger and one's uh, older. The older lady leaves to go get her car. They're escorting the guy. The woman pulls up. The younger woman was like, hey, wait a minute. You didn't pay us. <laughs> the senior exec, the meeting host, and one other uh, TD is standing there too. And uh, so they go over and they make their transaction. And uh, so the woman pulls up in a really nice BMW and whatever. And the girl, the younger one is like in umbro shorts and flip flops. And so she opens the car door, turns around and gives the finger to everybody that's standing there and then gets in the car and they walk off. Um, mm -hmm. So the guy, they call a cab and they were like getting him in. And he goes up to my friend Sam and is like, uh, I'm not going to really get in this cab and go back to the airport. Uh, I rented a car. So I'm just going to, you know, if y'all just go back inside, I'll just turn around. He's like, dude. We all are going to watch you drive away. Your best bet would be to go to the airport, go home, call the car rental and say the car is at the hotel and then they can come and get it. 
but I would advise you not, not to do that. So he gets in the car and goes. So then we find out that the night before, another guy had rented up a hooker and they were making so much noise that security got called and they banged on the door. So he got busted with that because they were just making all kinds of racket. Um, and then uh, the hotel was like, hey, you want to see a funny video? They had all of it just taped where she like turns around and she like sticks her hips out and just flips everybody off. So he got, he got his ass sent home and they were like, he's not getting fired. He'll go to rehab. But yeah. Totally. I, okay. That story has me in shock because. <laughs> At an event. He's at I, a work. I would never in a million years do something like that at a work thing. Well, I was like, the guy that got busted for being loud, they were just loud. It's not like yeah. he was. Well, that's different. Making an ass out of himself like the other guy with the two hookers. Yeah, I would die if I saw that. <laughs> you didn't pay um, us. That's what you didn't pay us. Hey, you forgot to pay us. Well, he was supposed to pay at the end and he got interrupted. Um, and then one year this guy kept saying, Oh, well, my he like showed up and he was like, Oh, my date didn't come. Um, you know, she canceled the last minute. I'm gonna have somebody else. I was like, okay, we'll just come up to the reg desk and we'll we'll print out a badge. It's not a big deal. And then he kind of kept coming back and, and he kept making excuses of why they couldn't come. And we were like, he is going to he he's going to bring somebody. And so everybody was like on alert. Well, then he threw this big fit and went to the hotel because apparently he was getting a fax from some deal that was being made. And I don't know, somebody brought it to him or something. And he said it was confidential information. And he wanted a full weekend free on top of, you know, everything because they messed up the confidentiality. So they came and they told the planner. The planner was like, fuck no. But she was like, well, let me go check with the with the host. So she went and host and she told him the guy and what all he's been doing. And she said, the host goes, you've got his credit card, right? And she goes, yeah. She goes, charge everything to the credit card. We're not paying for this shit. He does it all the time. He does this crap every time we go on a trip. He had to pay for the whole four days that he was there on his credit card because the, the his manager got pissed. But we were expecting a hooker to come because he kept changing when his guest was going to arrive. People get wild. Like if you're in that sort of like corporate world, which I have been, but I haven't, I went to fucking, what did I go to Richmond once? Uh -huh. And I was there overnight. That was fucking it. Um, I don't know what kind of hookers they have in Richmond, but I did not have the opportunity to explore that segment of the local economy. Um, but if people don't get to travel, if their travel is going to this incentive trip or going to this corporate retreat or whatever, some people are like, fuck it, I'm gonna live it up. Yeah. So but you're at have, work. You're they, at work. It's wild. They go buck wild, Ricky. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Drunk. They start affairs. Like we've had. Yes. Oh, so-and-so left her wedding ring in the hotel room. Can you go get it? And you go up to their hotel room with security. You're like, here's the ring. And here's a pair of male underwear. Where are these come from? Because her husband's at home. Mm -hmm. You know, so or you'll catch them renting a car and they, you know, all the color drains from their face. And you're like, hey, and then you walk past them. 
So what I had heard from people in the industry is that they can always tell who's already having an affair because one of them won't check into their room. Mm -hmm. And so like they've, there's been situations as I understand it, where somebody has been like, we're paying for, you know, like a block of a hundred rooms. Right. And there's like 12 of them that aren't being used but this bitch is at the conference. Where is this bitch sleeping? Or they get busted too because they throw a fit because they want to be in a connecting room to this person and they've, you know, checked in at different times and because it wasn't in the advanced, you know, plan, it's not available. And so they throw a fit and then, so the hotel comes and said, so-and-so and and -and so-and-so, you know, so-and-so threw a fit because they want to connect you with so-and-so. And And then everybody's like, really? And then that's... (laughs) usually how they get busted or the VIPs get busted because like they'll check into their room, but then they like nothing has been touched. Mm. So like they've been in there and they're like, Oh, can you go get my luggage? And they're like, put their luggage in. Like the bed has never been touched at all. Like, and nobody's gone in there. And, and then there's like, you know, they always leave articles of clothing. And so they have to go in and go, Oh, I found a, I found a bra in Greg's room and you're like, oh my God, you know. I guess I can't see it because when I worked for the consulting firm, the HR department had to go, went to, well, we, we had a holiday party, but the HR department was there to make sure that no one touched each other and there was no inappropriate things happening when people, because it was like open bar. It was like, oh, Oh, they still find a way. And consultants, they... I think it's kind of a common thing for consultants to kind of like they're together for like weeks at a time that they it's kind of... common for fucking everybody. Y'all straight people are nasty. Yeah. I mean, at least <laughs> at least us homosexuals is honest about it. Yeah, there's um. I mean, one of the things um, you sometimes you have to go check the VIP rooms. And the first time I did it, same planner Cindy was like, check under the bed. And I was oh like, you can't get under the bed you know most of them have you know most the of them yeah mm-hmm. he's like trust me look under the bed and I was like okay and I, later on I was like why do I have to look under the bed she's like I found a fisting dildo box shoved underneath the bed once in the VIP room <laughs> yes get <laughs> it bottom <laughs> whoa uh, checked into a hotel room and he, I think he had like demanded to be in his room and like they, so they were like, okay, so they kind of hurried up housekeeping. Well, the person before him had like a whole like brown paper bag of like porn, like VHS tapes. So the guy gets in there, throws the biggest fucking fit. Oh my God, you put me in this room. It's got all this porn on it. Blah, I demand that you move me, blah, blah, blah. So he, he, and he goes, go up to my room and get my bags. He puts his bags right next to the bag of porn. So the bellman doesn't know what's going on he goes up sees the bag sees the bags gets it all takes it to the next room the guy goes up explodes (laughs) again and they're like why did you put your bags next to the porn you idiot (laughs) oh my god also it's just porn like come on no put it back put it in the closet or put it out in the hallway go that's not mine um but y'all both know you know that Airport hotels are rife with businessmen wanting some strange. Oh, yeah. 
there is always an advertisement. There's always like that was the best part. Door- of <laughs> yeah. Well, now there are apps for that as well. It's it's not quite Craigslist. What I liked about Craigslist, if I may digress for a moment, was that if you had something very specific that you wanted or like a scenario that you were like looking to explore, you could be like, hey, this is what I want. And people, if they wanted it, would reply. If not, they wouldn't. But people could look at that and see. Like with the apps, they're just looking at your picture. And if you have more than like two sentences in your profile, who the fuck has time for that? I don't want to read that shit. So that's Craigslist. My my digression here is that I could have been on Craigslist saying, I want... I don't fucking know what 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 would I want to be paid to sit on balloons with whipped cream. Yeah, there you go. You could be like, is anybody interested in having sex in a fucking 1987 Ford Econoline minivan? Do you have one? If so, please reply. That's very specific. Exactly. And if like and you could find it sometimes you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. was what was beautiful about craigslist oh now sex trafficking that. was not the great yes about <laughs> um one time at craigslist in fort worth there was somebody on the mail seeking mail reporting every single ad that came up and finally someone was Petty. like they were like who's the asshole reporting all these because they keep getting taken down Ugh. But I, so there is a website. I don't think it's an app. Um, that Have we talked about um, Sniffies on the show? I mean, I believe so. Have we? So if you don't know, it's a map-based um, hookup situation for like cruising. There are areas where it's like you can like go to the gym and like people will check in and be like, I'm here now looking for Dick or there will be like parties or you can find glory holes and stuff like that. It's like Google maps for assholes and dicks. <laughs> um, but there's but good always... assholes and dicks, not bad asshole and dicks. Right. Exactly. The right. assholes and dicks that you want to put in your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the point is, there is there are always like face down, ass up, near O'Hare, or you know shit like that. Or it's there's all anonymous ones too. Yes. Oh my god, fucking the hotels in the Loop are buck ass wild, or they used to be. Like when I worked in the Loop, those hotels were like, I got a break from twelve to one, and I'm gonna catch fifteen dicks. I'm like. Well, wasn't there you a whole are... sex club too down there or something? There was like an email list, as I understand. R- right. Okay. Um, for like lunchtime situations. Um, but there are there are people who I think might work in hotels. A couple of people oh. who like send shouts, um, and they're like come through on your lunch break. And me personally, I don't know, like as somebody who has fallen off of of like bottoming for years at this point, 
Um, I could not back in the day if I was going to do that. Um, and, 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 and it was bareback. I could not guarantee that I wasn't going to like drip a little, have some leakage. You know what I mean? Well, you kind of have to prepare yourself for that kind of thing, right? Maybe they're prepared for that. But how can you prepare for like a bunch of cum in your butt? You can't prepare for that. No, maybe they started like the day before or something. I don't know. What do you mean? Like cleaning out. We're not talking about the same thing. No, I'm not talking about cleaning out. They're cleaned out and then they're taking 15 loads. And then they're going back to work. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying now. I've hooked up with one guy back in the day. Well, I've hooked up with lots of guys back in the day. But there was a situation (laughs) where I had a date. And before the date, things happened. And then during the date, I was like, did I sit in something wet? (gasps) You know what I mean? There was someone who told me, apparently, this was in New York, and someone was saying that they hooked up in, like, the copy room. You know, and they were all excited. And then, like, when they walked out, like, she started, like, dripping and it started running down her leg. And she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, like, she, someone had stopped to talk to her. And she's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. How are you going to do this on your Maybe it's an end of shit. Oh, but they specifically say a lunch break. Yeah. Maybe they have a split yeah. shift. Maybe they have work four hours and then they come back four hours later and finish their other four hours. I don't think that that's how. All I know is that the lunchtime at Club Pittsburgh used to be fun as hell. It was popping, y'all. <laughs> it was a good time. It was. Those straight guys would roll in just to try to get a blowjob. I can confirm. And like the lockers were like five bucks. Oh my god, it was so cheap. Also, back in the day, and I think this is still a thing now, um, but I haven't been to Steamworks in uh, over a decade probably at this point. If you were like under 25, everything was like half price. Yeah. It was amazing. It was the best part of being young, and I was like, I would pay full price to get all of these straight daddy dicks at 12.30 o'clock in the afternoon. But if you're only going to charge me like $7 to access the whole enchilada, then I will gladly accept these rates. In New York, they were like the bookstore that I used to go to. They were like the after work crowd because like they would be on their way home and they're like, oh, before I get on the subway, let me go get my dick sucked. So like at five o'clock, it would be like popping to like 630 before they had to go home to their wives. I'm just saying it's practical. There, There's a practicality to all of this. Um like in Pittsburgh, there were there were spots. Uh, and if I were between shifts, I would know where to go on my way to my next job. Because that was when I had like, I think I had at one point five jobs that were all part time. But you could do it because you were young and you're like, oh, I have five jobs. Right. Yeah. yeah I was like, I'm fine. I'm going to go home and drink a fucking. Oh, my God. I used to drink. Those big fucking like one and a half liter Arbor Mists and have like oh a little pizza. <laughs> I I would die. I would die now. I would have a fucking big fucking jug of Arbor Mist and a little Caesar's pizza, and then I would get up, go to three different jobs, 
and suck 12 dicks on the way. And then come back and do the same thing. <laughs> I mean... Do they still make Arbor Mist? Yes. They do. I see it's called fruit wine and I make fun of it. I haven't seen... I don't shop places that sell Arbor Mist. I don't. Oh, they have Even like... I don't think our grocery stores have it. Really? Because they have it because it's like it's like kiwi strawberry. You know, it's like gross things like that. You can get trash wine. I just don't think they carry Arbor Mist. Like you can get Franzia oh, no, and Carlo Rossi. Here at Bonds over by my old apartment, they definitely had Arbor Mist. Um, I really like Bath and Body Works uh, flavors. Summer <laughs> <laughs> melon. Oh I really like um oh my god what was the one where Kelly Rowland had flavors it was like Bacardi Breezers or like Seagram's oh oh, oh my god look who I can't remember hold on hi hi <laughs> can they hear me yes I got, Rich is gonna paint my uh my shelf right this one. Oh nice I have to go get him out of my car. Oh, hey, um, Seagram's Seagram's escapes. Kelly Rowland. Mm. Wine coolers, though, right? How yeah. long ago was that? Oh, not long, because I definitely had some. 2016. Oh. Orange sassy swirl and pink pineapple passion. Were they good? I they all taste like candy and they all give you heartburn. Nicki so. Minaj had a Moscato for a while too, didn't she? I have no idea about that. It probably I, tastes like sour grapes because she's ooh. just a bunch of sour grapes. I hate wow. I, she gets on my nerves. What are her fans called? They're gonna come for you. Idiots. <laughs> this is the show that goes viral dems fighting words it's gonna go viral and everybody's gonna think we're racist and ableist and like sex addicted sex addicted why sex addicted why is a chair be pop gotta be red alcoholics that and what else we said some other crazy shit oh we're gonna be against sex workers because we talked about hookers oh totally yeah I am pro. I am pro sex workers. Yeah, just don't bring them to an event. Or if you do, make sure they look like Julia Roberts. Or check them uh, in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there was this one time. This wasn't a hooker, but this was when we were in Maui, and this guy came up, and I wasn't at the red desk, but I was next to it, and so like they were giving the guest a little gift, and it was like a sarong or a scarf. So the guy goes. Hey, can you help me pick out one of these gifts for my girlfriend? I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, does she have a favorite color? And he's like, I don't know. So I kind of looked through. I was like, what about this one? He's like, yeah. And uh, he, you know, he was just kind of chit-chatting. He was very nice. But then he was like, well, you know, um, my girlfriend doesn't have a name badge or anything. I was like, oh, well, I can make her one. It's not a big deal. And he was like, um, I can't get her a badge. It's my girlfriend and my wife's at home and everybody knows my wife. And I went, oh, well, um, she can't eat at any of the meals or anything if she doesn't have a badge. Um, so if you change your mind, let me know and I'll just print you a badge. And he was like, you know, you don't understand. I was like, no, I understand. But what I'm saying is if she wants to eat or participate in anything and you want her to, 
I'll print a badge. It's not a problem. And then he like looked at me and like, as he was like walking off backwards, like I was like going to rat him out. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care that you <laughs> say your wife, but you know, she can't eat off the buffet without a name badge. Hmm. I could go for a buffet right now. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I used to love a buffet, but I think I'm a little scared of them now. Uh, they get old after a while. You can always tell when I've been at their meetings too long and I'm like, I'm tired of buffet food. I don't even know if I've, when the last time I went to a buffet was. You, I don't you know used I, to love a buffet. Oh, I used to love a buffet. But I can't remember the last time I went to one. It was definitely before the pandemic. Hmm. It was probably a pizza one, maybe. I don't know, in Virginia. I'm not for sure. Or CC's pizza. No. <laughs> we had we had uh Pizza Inn is the name of it, I believe. Mm. Or Pizza House. One of those. Anyway, they had like a pizza buffet. It was pretty good. Cute, cute. Love it. Yeah. All right, boys. Oh, oh, I wanted to talk about the music. Is it? We're almost on an hour. Just go what music? Uh, All the new music that's out. Country, country, Beyonce. What's Mariah. I said that. Mariah and Ariana. Um, Beyonce, oh. Dua Lipa. Yes. Well. <laughs> No, I have I have mostly good things to say. The Dua Lipa is better than the last two singles. The less said about that Barbie song, the better. That was boring. And boring. who wasn't fighting either? Houdini was fine. It was yeah. aggressively fine. Generic. <laughs> yeah. Um, training season is good. I like it. Um, I wasn't like, oh my god, like the first time I heard physical, I was like, this is fucking, this slaps the fuck out of everything. Well, um, I, I will say miss most of her career. She what what? I think, I think she's going to be hit or miss her career. Yeah, like when she's hot, she's hot. And like she's <laughs> she's got a really interesting voice and I like listening to her. But uh, no, Houdini was fine. Dance the Night was boring. Most of the Future Nostalgia album was really good. Uh, but regardless, Ariana and Mariah, I am a whole homosexual about it. I don't know why. I love that Ariana Grande song. Yes, and is is giving me something I didn't know. You'll about. never know the lyrics, but you love it. No, you know, I was listening. I, want... I was like, "Oh, I understand some of these words," except for when yeah, she gets when to the sing. <laughs> <laughs> except for when she gets to the silent rap part. I'm like, mm, "Can't quite get that." She's like, <laughs> "I'm like, I don't know what you're saying right now." But I, I watched the the lyric video. I can't mm -hmm. remember. Somebody sent it to me. Um, Joe and Dallas. Yeah. Joe and Dallas. Yes. Um, and so, like, that's the first time I heard it was watching it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know those were the words. That's what she's saying. <laughs> um, but Mariah sounds good. She's not phoning it in. Oh, no, she does sound good. I listened to it today and I was like, she actually sounded really good. Yeah. And um, they sound they sound good together. It's uh, it's one of the better, like, 
remixes you know what i mean where it's not really remix they just have somebody singing over top right um but it's good it's good i like it i like the country beyonce the what did somebody call it he honse <laughs> um i i'm here for it i like texas hold'em more than 16 carriages but i do too it's a little more up tempo. It is, you know, yeah. what it is. I'm, I mean, if you want to go beat down some radio station's door in Oklahoma to try to get your girl Beyonce on the radio, knock yourself out. But like, does she need that? Does she need it? She wants that record of the year. Well, but I was going to ask that it. too. Do you think the talk about that, do you think no, them knowing? It. That Dill's going to come out with it? I think it's what Adam said last week about her doing genres that were started um, and then by uh, Black musicians and then taken over by White. I think mm -hmm. it's that kind of um, artistic choice. Mm -hmm. And she is from Houston. Did we talk about, yeah, we talk about that on the show? Yeah. I, thought, I know we talked about it via the the uh group chat but i don't know I don't oh yeah because i mentioned the radio station last time and then you said you know she's doing the genres that primarily you know right. started and the white kind of took over house country etc yeah. and i think that's a really cool interesting artistic choice yeah i think it's great um so what else came out recently i feel like something else came out oh you just said another one um or maybe it was just those three. The Danny Minogue that you love. Oh, Kylie it's... and... Um... Oh, Kylie and Sia. Sia, yeah. Um... <laughs> Wait, before we go to there, I want to... We were mentioning Joe in Dallas. Well, I he got me like a Christmas present two years ago and never mailed it to me. And then his husband threatened him. So he finally sent it and I got it last Monday. Okay, and look what it is. We talked about it before. Oh, wait, no, I thought you were taking out the Mariah Barbie. Oh, nice. Oh, I knew about that. It's a, it's a Mariah Funko for those that yeah. can't. Which is everybody. But I wanted it, and I guess it came, I mean, it came out, and then I couldn't find it because it was sold out. But he got it for me. All right. That. Oh, what else? Um, I don't know. Um. I think that's it for today. Oh, bless you. It's going to happen again. Oh, a chew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he put himself on pause that time. Oh, he's, oh, he's about to pass out. <laughs> I had to mute myself. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Lord. All right. Oh, All right, boys. So. Let's go, I guess. And we'll just yeah. make this an hour show. I guess people are just used to hour shows now. <laughs> um Okay, never mind. What? I'll tell you separately. Did you, you want to ask, Did you want to name this the TP Cherokee Red Pop show? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just cancel us right now. Oh my god. So canceled. <laughs> oh my god uh, alright all right. let's go alright this is Ricky this is Adam this is Jerry bye, bye.